Any consumer brand or retailer's dream is to have that perfect mix between organic and paid traffic. Whereas reaching organic dominance on Google search results is extremely hard, notably for new and small consumer brands and retailers, especially those with a small product catalog, the story is solely different on Amazon. Meaning though that there's still more than 90% of product page views stemming from organic search. Okay. You also have more than 50% of product searches that are now starting on Amazon. Wow. Huh? Okay, here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Raphael from DataOak, and welcome to the very first episode of DataOak e-commerce podcast, a learning and knowledge sharing hub for growing and established brands and retailers selling in and out of marketplaces, including Amazon. This is going to be a place where we'll be delivering great content for you that you can use right away for your e-commerce business. No fluff, only interesting data, tips, and insights from a software company that deals with millions of data points every day and serves some of the biggest names in the industry. For our first episodes, we'll be focused on the retail giant that is Amazon. Every couple of weeks, we'll dive in a topic that will help you increase your success as an Amazon merchant. Our guests will span from DataOak members to customers and other external guests from the industry and that are experts in their field. For this first episode, we're going to cover why the hell having a strong, elaborate search engine optimization strategy is paramount for your success on Amazon. And I'm here with Admans Gear, CEO and co-founder of DataOak. Atman, bonjour. Bonjour, Raphael. Maybe before diving on our discussion topic, we could quickly cover the obvious question of why Amazon? Yeah, definitely. And I think that the success of Amazon as an e-commerce platform is also naturally a driver of why a superior organic search performance is key to compete there. So in figures, we're talking about a shopping destination with circa 200 million monthly global visits, hundreds of millions of prime members globally, including actually 105 in the US alone or an 82% U.S. households penetration rate, an e-commerce market share of close to 50% in the U.S., a gross merchandise volume of more than $300 billion. That's such a big figure, actually, that Amazon would rank as the 50th largest economy in the world if it were its own country. So we're also talking about a platform with tens of millions of products, close to 1 million active sellers in the U.S. with at least one sale, hundreds of thousands of six-figure sellers in the U.S., and tens of thousands of seven-figure sellers in the U.S. There are also over 150,000 brands on Amazon.com alone, actually. So uh, with all of this on mind, you probably shouldn't miss out on not being on Amazon today. In parallel, it's now also a platform where visibility for merchants is increasingly difficult and probably at an all-time high in terms of difficulty. That actually brings us to this episode topic. Uh, why should merchants operating on Amazon give search engine optimization a major importance? Well, first of all, one should be cognizant of the paradigm shift that accelerated in the retail landscape over the past decade or so, which is the rise of the direct-to-consumer movement and the plethora of digital native vertically integrated brands that cropped up since Warby Parker probably in 2010. 
Their growth and success was made possible thanks to the availability of new media space where they could showcase their products to consumers, and which has been through Google, Facebook, then Instagram, and other social media platforms mainly. Right, and we've recently seen that in the S1 filing of prominent D2C brands, including Casper, where something like 73% of their 2019 gross profits were spent on sales and marketing. Correct, as also they're in growth mode, actually. My point is that, as in anything else in economics, with this rising demand for consumer attention and a limited media inventory, came a gradually sharp increase in cost per clicks and customer acquisition costs on those traditional platforms which is now making it difficult for many of those brands to reach profitability while also having a strong growth. So any consumer brand or retailer's dream is to have that perfect mix between organic and paid traffic, ideally in favor of higher organic traffic weight, right? Exactly. Now, whereas reaching organic dominance on Google search results is extremely hard, notably for new and small consumer brands and retailers, especially those with a small product catalog, the story is solely different on Amazon. So for starters, you have somewhere around 10 organic search results per page on Google versus between 24 to 48 or even 60 on Amazon. You also have more than 50% of product searches that are now starting on Amazon, so more than on Google. And I think the studies have even shown that this figure goes up to around 75% for prime members, which totally makes sense and is huge when you come to think of it. Plus, um, to some extent, you may argue that searches on Google are more top of the funnel than on Amazon, where you're really ready to buy. Yeah. In figures, some merchants report conversion rates three to five times higher on Amazon as compared to their own operated e-commerce properties, if not more. Yeah, absolutely. And given everything we mentioned, uh, you have to reach organic dominance on Amazon and have a well-oiled SEO strategy there. The odds are much higher you will nail it on Amazon than on on Google SEO-wise. And your bottom line is going to be grateful. We mentioned the example of Casper. They're actually selling on Amazon and doing great there. Many other brands in the sleep space are actually killing it there, including D2C pure players like Tuft & Needle or others like Zinus. So while everything we mention is quite obvious to most of our listeners and gives a background and broader context to the Amazon, this is not Amazon discussion. Let's get back to talking about Amazon specifically. Isn't actually competition on Amazon already at all-time highs and... How does that affect merchants' SEO strategies there? Well, you're damn right. Competition is at record highs on Amazon. And that's exactly why it's paramount to have a superior organic performance there. And that's all the more the case as competition from Chinese sellers rose dramatically over the past five years or so. As Amazon started courting Chinese manufacturers, tripling to over 40% of the total Amazon sellers' base globally in just three years or so. The figure is now close to 50% in the U.S. It's amazing. Yeah, and more competition means also more sellers competing for organic search results, but also for sponsor slots, resulting in higher CPCs and squeezed contribution margins for merchants. So let's get back a minute to sharing figures, all right? When you look back at the pre-2016 period, I think the minimum recommendation from Amazon to be competitive in sponsored products ads was something around 10 cents, I think. And today, that figure is rather around $1. So we're talking about a 10x increase. 
Um, you have an interesting study uh, from Jumpshot, I think, that highlights the fact that the share of Amazon product page views coming from sponsored ads increased from 3% in early 2017 to close to 8% by mid-2018. So that's almost a threefold increase. Sure. Meaning, though, that there's still more than 90% of product page views stemming from organic search. Exactly. So it's still an SEO game. Now more than ever, probably. And it always will remain so, I think. So uh, to talk about figures again, you have 16, 24, or 48 purely organic search results per search query on Amazon, depending on the layout picked by Amazon's algorithm. Then you have 6 to 10, sometimes 15 additional slots allocated for other special results, such as editorial recommendations, best-rated products, cheaper alternatives, customer-shopped Amazon's choice for, and other slots. Let's call them cards, which, by the way, is relatively recent for most of them and has increased competition and squeezed margins a bit further. So, on the 48 organic slots layout, which is the most common one currently, you have somewhere around 12 sponsored products. So, that's 60 total results, and up to 70 with the cards. Now, assuming there are 10, of course. So that means there are 20% sponsored results or 17% including cards, which take up to 14% of the total results. So in summary, this still leaves 80% of results for organic slots or 68% when you include cards. And I don't see Amazon squeezing that figure any further, actually. That's very interesting, and I guess that getting on those special card slot isn't a piece of cake, especially for the editorial recommendation results. All right, so despite the fact that there's still a great opportunity to appear in organic results, those sponsored results and card slot are probably hindering the odds of getting clicks to your product page organically. Absolutely. You also need to keep on mind sponsored brands, the top-of-the-fold banner-like advertising slot with three products. That's like one-third of the page that's just gone. And very mm. often, it'll be followed by two sponsored products results. Then boom, they may leave a single organic result at the top of default, or even none. Can you imagine? It's crazy. Just go to Amazon for a second and search for headphones, for instance, to see what I'm talking about. Now, when you know about the huge impact that search result rankings can have on click-through rates, you naturally should get paranoid about occupying the top positions. Yeah. 70% of product purchases are said to be made on the first page of search results of a keyword, while 70% of all clicks can go to the first three products. Actually, anywhere from 15 to 50% of all clicks for a non-branded search can go to the first product. It's huge. I think a good parallel can be done with popular studies run on Google search results, where you see an average click-through rate of 30% for the first result, 15% for the second, 10% for the third, 6% sorry for the fourth, and 4% for the fifth, and so forth. So it interestingly follows a, a Zipslau where the nth result gets one divided by, by nth of what the first result got. So far, we discussed increasing competition and shrinking organic slots in search results in favor of more paid slots as two key drivers for squeeze profit margins for brands and retailers operating on Amazon. But there's a third factor which pertains to the cost of selling on Amazon, right? Correct. So fulfillment fees, for instance, for third-party sellers are increasing by an average of 3% on February 2020. 
storage fees increased by as high as 60% over the past six years. When you look at the example of uh, large standard size items, mm -hmm. um, and referral fees are at around 15% in most categories and increased to 17% for clothing and accessories. So, in other words, the cost of doing business on Amazon is at all-time highs. We're talking about probably a minimum of 20% to 30% of a product's price that goes to Amazon in most cases. And that doesn't even factor in advertising costs, right? Which uh, should probably account for around, let's say, 10% on a blended basis, and that's if you're doing quite well. So this means a minimum of 30 to 40% would usually be paid to Amazon to sell there. If there's one thing where merchants can make most savings and optimize their margins the quickest, it's probably on the advertising front. And that's by either pushing for more organic sales thanks to a better SEO performance or a better return on ad spend. And of course, ideally both. Mm, right. Uh, speaking of advertising, maybe a last word on the unique relationship between advertising efforts and organic results on Amazon? Yeah, I think that actually should be an entire episode <laughs> on our podcast because yeah. uh, it's an exciting topic. But in short, running ads on Amazon, especially sponsored product ads, not only allows you to drive paid sales to your products, but it also helps you rank better in the organic search results as you send a bunch of signals to Amazon's algorithm telling it how your products are great and relevant for phrase matches of the search result that generated paid sales. Also, as you increase your daily sales velocity through ads, you get the Amazon algorithm flywheel spinning in your favor and gain increased organic visibility in multiple ways. That's so unique and different from how it works on other search-driven search engines such as Google, right? To wrap up our discussion, maybe would you have a short advice for our listeners? Sure. So um, first, I think, as we said, be on Amazon, right? Be on Amazon to the extent that's a fit with your brand image and strategy. And think long before you argue otherwise, as third-party sellers may still distribute your products there. Uh, hello, Nike. <laughs> Second, invest in your search engine optimization strategy and work on optimizing your listings and organic keyword rankings. And third, be data-driven and understand how your ad efforts are also impacting your organic performance. Go get yourself an Amazon Analytics and optimization software if you're not already using one. And of course, and for the self-promo bit, check out DataHog. Uh, our software actually helps many data-driven organizations better pilot their e-commerce business on Amazon. Awesome. Thanks, Atman. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the very first episode of DataHog e-commerce podcast. And we'll see you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. See you soon. Pas du tout. Okay.